You're listening to the Radical Departures podcast, your source for startup storytelling. I'm your host, Abby Klein. On the show, I interview entrepreneurs and other professionals from throughout the French and greater European startup ecosystems. We look at some of the interesting new developments that have taken place in France over the last few years and how the country is developing into a startup nation. On Radical Departures, you'll hear founders of some of the hottest companies share their stories and important things they've learned along the way. If you like the podcast, please subscribe and leave us a review in iTunes. This is episode 38 of the Radical Departures podcast. My guest today is Santiago Lefebvre, co-founder of the Change Now Summit. It's an event taking place this September 28th and 29th at Station F and around Paris and includes a huge conference, a film festival, super inspiring guests, and much more. Santiago has a history of planning major events, including TEDx INSEAD at his alma mater here in Paris. Along with his co-founders, he set out to create an event that would highlight and magnify the positive impact that many innovators and changemakers are having around the world, bringing them together for two days in Paris. At their first edition of the event last year, they had 2,000 participants from 47 countries. In this episode, we talk about how Santiago and his team have built the Change Now Summit into a major world event in just under three years, some of the truly incredible speakers who'll be at this year's edition, and much more. So without further ado, here's episode 38 with Santiago Lefebvre. So my guest today is Santiago Lefebvre. Hi. Hi. He is the CEO and co-founder of the Change Now Summit, which will take place in Paris September 28th and 29th. That's right. So tell us about Change Now. Well, I guess to understand Change Now, you have to understand also where does the ID come from? Maybe you saw, uh, you know, Boyan Slad videos and all those guys trying to clean up the ocean. And I said, okay, I, I want to be an entrepreneur uh, doing that, for example. And but I don't know where to start. Where is meeting the whole ecosystem? I figured out that what I lived as an entrepreneur wanting to have an impact, it's all new generation of entrepreneurs, you know, wanting to do that. But they didn't have what you have in tech, for example, like the CES in Las Vegas, the Web Summit, stuff like that, that structure all the ecosystem. And so Change Now is just about that, about creating this moment in the year where you, an entrepreneur, uh, can find all the investors, the media, the corporates, just to boost, well, to accelerate the uh, solutions to solve our biggest global issues. So you have a background as an entrepreneur yourself. Yeah, I started in banking. I did that for three years and a half. And then I said, okay, I, I want to be more on the, on the real side of business, the creation side. And so I started in tech because at that moment, you know, tech was about everything. But I always wanted to do business for, I would say, for the right reasons and in the right way to have an impact. And so when I studied in, at INSEAD, my MBA, uh, three years ago, I launched the TEDx there, the TEDx INSEAD. And so I've been really confronted to all those great ideas of how we can change things. And I wanted to just continue as an entrepreneur, but in this specific field of impact. And it seems like France in particular has a real culture around this social impact Field. Yeah, uh, for me, that's totally true. You know, how I see it is that during many years, we invested a lot 
to try to compete with Silicon Valley in the tech space. But I guess that's not possible. We'll be always second at best. But in the for good area, I do believe we have everything we need to be the number one and to have here in France these, I would say, the heart of this ecosystem. I guess it's due to, you know, first, uh, there is a real culture of social entrepreneurship here. You have a lot of incubators doing that. What we call the economie sociale et solidaire is pretty strong in France. And then some of the things that you have, I was talking about this new generation of entrepreneurs, it's pretty strong in France. And when you looked at the first Forbes 30 under 30 for social entrepreneurs, French social entrepreneurs were the more numerous. So what do you think is responsible for that? Why is that such a strong culture here? You can go pretty back like that. I guess the, all the revolution thing, try to think differently is one thing. But I guess there is like a real momentum. Personally, I heard our generation, we, we've been said, the next generation will have to, uh, to face those problems and solve them. And at some point, I guess we just figured out that they were talking about our generation, so we had to do something ourselves about it. I guess there is, it's really bubbling there. And with uh, also, the, there is an alignment with the politics in France. Emmanuel Macron really has some real international leadership on that question. It's a, you, know, you can't define that with just taking one element. It's the whole thing. So this year's will be the second edition of Change Now. How did you go about building this event? Because it's, it's huge, and you started from scratch. Uh, well, we started it from scratch. I came with, the, with this idea two years ago, and then my, my wife, which is my co-founder, also said, okay, let's do it. And I had a friend from Minsead that also came on board pretty early. And so th- all of the three of us together, uh, we started doing that and trying to create a movement, trying to have support from I would say, as entrepreneur solutions, but uh, after that, also networks like uh, Ashoka, Solar Impulse, and all that. And so we really had, at a point, we were just saying, okay, what can we do to boost the, I would say, the solutions? And it wasn't really about ourselves doing something cool. We just wanted to say, okay, there is an entrepreneur doing uh, urban farming. What can we need to bring on board in the event for him to, to grow? So you need investors, you need a media to, you know, to, to give visibility. And you need, for example, this year, we bring cities. We'll have 20 cities from around Europe and maybe from farther. And we said, okay, the cities are a real part of the, of the solution. And so we need to have them on board. And we'll do the same thing with uh, corporate partners because they also have their part to play. How do you leverage that? You have representatives from cities throughout Europe at the event, how do you leverage their participation to help these entrepreneurs? First thing is that this year will bring 500 solutions from around the world. When you have this pool of great solutions, then we say, okay, mayors, come here and we'll make a selection of what are the best solutions we figure out for your problems. So really targeted. Yeah. And I guess for us, content is key. What makes a difference for us that content is key is that, and that content is mainly about action. This is what we said on the first edition. It was just about, uh, we are not here to think, we are here to act. And this is super strong in our DNA. And so first year, it, well, it was well, it went well. Uh, we had 2,000 people coming from 47 countries. 
we had the right mix of entrepreneurs, media, and investors. And we had some great stories, some projects telling us we, we found our three business angels at Change Now or other having access to, to roofs in Paris to make urban farming. And this is how we measure our impact, actually. What are some other good stories that you can say that, that you guys brought benefits to, to entrepreneurs through the event? Another one, for example, uh, the Solar Impulse Foundation. I, I don't know if you know it. It's, uh, it's the plane that made the world tour just with solar energy. So now with this foundation, they are trying to select 1,000 projects all around the world. And so uh, this foundation came to select some of the projects and a good bunch of our entrepreneurs have been selected to be part of them of this adventure uh, with the Solar Impulse uh, World Alliance. So what are some of the lessons that you've learned from the first edition that you're bringing into the second edition of the mm-hmm. event? I would say in larger terms, I will take a sentence of, uh, of Emmanuel Macron at the One Planet Summit. We are lo- losing the battle. And I guess this is just a, not a wake-up call, but it's uh, something that we have to have in mind that we already started to make this change with the first uh, and to, to foster the change with the first uh, summit. But we can't just replicate the, th- the same. We have to grow faster. And that's why this year we have bigger ambitions to, to really move forward on that front. And so we are expecting, I was saying, 500 projects, uh, 400 investors, uh, media from France and, and Europe, and mayors. You said you had 47 countries represented at the last yeah. edition. How do you reach out to people? The first thing is that what we try to do, the vision, is compelling. You know, We try to bring a lot of, uh, of fresh air in that space, saying, you know, for a long time there was the social space and the business space, but there are so many cool things happening just in the middle, and that's what we're talking about. And I guess this positioning interested a lot of people. But also, I would say Change Now, you know, is co-constructed with a lot of partners. And so the international part is mainly based on that, on that support from uh, networks from, uh, like, uh, I would say, uh, Ashoka, uh, Spark News, Cleantech Open, and many others. So can you tell us about some of the speakers or some of the subjects that people will be talking about at the event? Yeah, sure. First of all, we started with the 17 UN UN, uh, goals, you know, the 17 SDGs. And then we reworked them to have eight big areas of focus. Some are, for example, cleaning up the air and the ocean. Others are about energy, the food, uh, food security and the quality of food, but also everything about consumption, consumption and production, uh, like circular economy. And some other things that are a bit more social, like education, refugee crisis, human rights. And in all that, for example, we have a session about the plastic. How can we try to find alternatives to plastic? Uh, can we just stop totally plastic or do we still need a bit of it? And we'll always be focused on solutions that today are already ready. And so people can just know about them and, uh, and investors can just support them. So that's the action, not just the talk. Exactly. Yeah, a lot of action. That's what we would try to do. And another one where, for example, it's, uh, it's about the legacy we feel that people got this sense of impact from somewhere. And to talk about it, uh, we'll have two great speakers. The first one is uh, Mdaba Mandela, which is the great son of Nelson, and uh, Roberta Anan, the daughter of uh, Coffee. Wow. 
I guess we learn a lot about it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and you chose to have the event all in English, is that right? Yes, it's an international event based in Paris. So English is the, yeah, it's the language of the, of the event. And why to do that? You know, we are talking about global issues, and global issues can just be solved if we try to come with a, a global ecosystem of solutions. And so we can't just try to, to solve that speaking one, being just focused on the French ecosystem. It seems like particularly important to have events like this and change like this now, given what Trump is doing in the U.S. and sort of going backwards. It seems like a moment when France, but the global group who care about this can actually move forward. And, uh... Well, I guess, you know, it's, um, some say that there has been a good effect on the fact that uh, Trump just uh, withdrew the U.S. from the, uh, from the climate uh, accord. And I guess it's, uh, it has been like a nudge to a lot of people. I think we, uh, we underestimate uh, the urgency of the problem. And I guess we, we have just to uh, keep moving faster and faster. That's the only way because more and more you can uh, hear people saying, uh, well, saying things pessimistic. But there was a, a great speaker from last year, uh, Tristan Lecomte, who said, it's too late to be pessimistic. And I guess we just have to go in the fight for making a, a better planet. So you were three co-founders of the event. Tell us about the, the team working on yeah. change now. So, yeah, so we are three co-founders, and I would say the full team is around 12 people right now. Some are more, I would say, uh, volunteers part-time because they have a special expertise, and some other are full-time with us. And one of the co-founders is my wife. She studied also business. Uh, she comes from the uh, pharmaceutical uh, space at the beginning, always because she wanted to do business that matters. And I guess she saw the limits of being in working in the pharmaceutical big corporate company. And so I guess she saw a great opportunity there to, uh, to really have an impact. And Kevin, the other co-founder, I met him at, uh, at INSEAD. Uh, he was the president of the uh, Indivor Club, the social impact uh, club at uh, INSEAD. So he, he also has that pretty rooted in himself. And he spent a few years in, uh, in India doing social entrepreneurship before that. So we really started all that, I would say, saying, okay, we, we are just individuals, entrepreneurs, and we want to do something to, uh, to help the other entrepreneurs. We acted almost like mere citizens, but with a vision of uh, what we, we should do. What have been some of the biggest challenges in building this event? Well, the first one, you need to know where to start. You have to bring on board so many different people. And the first edition was pretty challenging on that. And so there is one thing that's pretty interesting is that, you know, sometimes you say, okay, if, you, if I want to start that, I need to have my first big gun. And the big guns with uh, the big gun will bring other uh, people. Actually, it's not the right way to do it. I, I guess. Well, we tried to figure out who we were uh, fighting for. When you find who you are fighting for, and meaning that we were fighting for impact entrepreneurs, then you can go and convince a lot of impact entrepreneurs to come together at one place. And when you have those, then you have a real leverage to say, okay. Now we have those entrepreneurs, investors come and meet them and so on and so on. And you, and you just have the ball running after that. And was this that you had spoken with a lot of impact entrepreneurs and they said, this is our, our pain point. We feel like this is missing. There's no event for us addressing this. 
Well, yeah, it's a lot of, I heard that a lot of times when I started just exploring the field, because to do that, you don't start directly doing it. You just have to, to discuss about the idea with people who are from the field. And indeed, we figured out that there were a lot of conferences, but not a real place where you can come and have and see your projects uh, being taken to the next step. That's what we try to do. So how do entrepreneurs actually interact with the event? Do they exhibit? Do they have booths? So we have different ways uh, to do that. The first thing is that we have several stages. As we are saying, always about solutions that we are talking, but about what we are doing concretely. So during the two days, we have two stages. Then there is also the pitch area where you can expose in a very short time what you're doing in front of investors uh, mainly. You also have the exhibition area. So this is a pretty important part for us because we think that if you want to make people change their minds, they need to touch and to see the thing. I was saying this morning, if you show a new packaging and you can see that, yeah, it's pretty resistant, you know, it's a, and, you have, and you can put cool colors on it and everything, so it becomes a viable uh, alternative. And so this is what we want to show, viable alternatives in this area. And the last part is we have a B2B meeting area where during the two weeks before the event, anyone can see who's participating and ask for a fast, a 15 minutes, uh, a one-on-one meeting. And last year we organized 600 meetings like that. Wow. Yeah, it, it went pretty well. We've been, I would say, surprised because we had to stop to 6,000 because we lacked of chairs and, and tables, you know. So this year we are preparing ourselves better on that and we'll try to, to reach the 1,500 to 2,000 meetings. So there's also a film festival aspect to the event? So yeah, at the beginning we saw, and we still see it like that, change now. We try to build it a bit like you know, the South by Southwest event. It's a platform. It's a platform where a lot of things happen. So we have this summit, which is really focused on the, on the B2B part and the solutions. And then we also have other side events. And one of them uh, is the Change Now Film Festival, where we'll show a selection of movies talking about the same uh, solutions. And this year we'll also have an exhibition. We'll have an hackathon we start building like uh, a lot of side events, one other on the sustainable fashion. And this is one of the, I would say, big topics this year for us because change now happens to be at the same time as the uh, fashion week. And the sustainability in fashion is a, is a real question. So we, we just want to address it. And what's your vision for the future of change now? You know, we started that to have an event that can change minds. And I would say at pretty large scale. And to do that, that's why we, we go through the projects, is because we have the viable solutions that the minds will change. But first of all, we, we hope one day to bring 100,000 people in Paris just to celebrate positive impact. And once a year, a bit like South by Southwest, you know, if you, want, if you are serious about positive impact, you know that you have to be in Paris at Change Now. This is what we want to do. We also have a potential to, to do... A, partnerships with other cities and try to bring change where it can be brought. So Santiago, thank you for joining me. 
I'm personally really excited for the event in September, September 28th and 29th. Yes. In Paris. In Paris. At Station F. At Station F. Okay. And the side events in different parts of Paris. Okay. And before you go, a final question. How do you personally define success? Good question. <laughs> For me, it's pretty easy I, and not easy at the same time. Uh, but, <laughs> but success is when I guess you end up your life and you look backwards and you're pretty proud of what you achieved and you say, okay, I made a difference. I guess that's success. That sounds good to me. <laughs> Thanks again. You're welcome. That wraps up another episode of Radical Departures. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and leave us a review and let us know who you'd like to hear on the show. Catch you next week. <laughs>